My name is David, and it's uh, such a pleasure sharing God's Word with you today. And uh, as we go through uh, the Gospel of John, and as we share uh, chapter 8 together, I pray that God's presence will be with us, and that He'll give us wisdom and clarity as we study His Word. Uh, could you picture the world without any type of light at all? I mean, uh, imagine a, a dark place without any sunlight and everything is damp and dark, uh, it would be a terrible place, right? Um, likewise, in today's text, Jesus claims that He is the light of the world and uh, He came to shine His light upon the dark and damp places. And uh, let's get into today's text and see what He meant by that. John chapter 8, verses 12 through 20. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. The Pharisees challenged him, Here you are, appearing as your own witness. Your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered, Even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid, for I know where I came from and where I am going, but you have no idea where I come from or where I am going. You judge by human standards. I pass judgment on no one. But if I do judge, my decisions are true because I am not alone. I stand with the Father who sent me. In your own law, it is written that the testimony of two witnesses is true. I am one who testifies for myself. My other witness is the Father who sent me. Then they asked him, Where is your Father? You do not know me or my Father, Jesus replied. If you knew me, you would know my Father also. He spoke these words while teaching in the temple courts near the place where the offerings were put. Yet, no one seized him because his hour had not yet come. In verse 12, Jesus says, uh, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Uh, so, you know, in my intro, I asked us to imagine a world without any type of light at all. And if you could imagine uh, a spiritual world without any spiritual light at all. We could, uh, you could probably imagine how dark our lives would be. I mean, without any type of spiritual guidance, without the Word of God in our lives, we would live uh, a miserable spiritual lives that would actually reflect upon our physical lives as well. And when Jesus claims that He is the light of the world, He's giving us hope. He's giving us uh, this promise that He is the Son of God and whoever believes in Him, will have eternal life. And chapter 8 starts with uh, Jesus really uh, relating to the sinners and, and comforting uh, uh, these people who were not socially marginalized, but they were 
living in uh, um, just uh, uh, living in sin without any type of hope at all. And he says that he came for the sinners and that he came to heal those who are in need. And all we have to do is believe in him. And the context in which Jesus speaks is this was during the Feast of Tabernacles. And the Feast of Tabernacles was a period where the Israelites, for a period of about a week, seven days, they would sleep outside in their tents. Uh, it, didn't, it didn't matter whether you lived in the city or in the rural areas. Everyone, all the Israelites, they would go outside, they would set up a tent, and, and they would just uh, sleep outside. And the reason why they did this was because they wanted to uh, remember God's faithfulness in the desert. They wanted to thank God for providing them for bringing them out of Egypt, for uh, guiding his people throughout the wilderness for 40 years. Uh, he would lead them by uh, 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 a cloud during the day, telling them when to go, when to stop. He would protect them by a, a pillar of fire. At night, he would provide them with food, uh, with manna. And when they were thirsty, he allowed water to come out, uh, come out from the rocks. So this was a period of seven days where just they gave thanks to God's faithfulness and it was during this period that Jesus proclaims that he is the light of the world and a light was a symbolic uh, uh, imagery during the Feast of Tabernacles. It was because God's presence kept them safe throughout the night and it was this pillar of fire that not only warmed the, the camp of the Israelites but it also shed light upon them so that they could worship God at night and it would also protect them at night and Jesus is saying that I am the light of the world. Um, uh, you guys were living in spiritual darkness, but I came to shed light. I came for the sinners. And all you have to do is believe that I am the Son of God. And if you believe in me, you will have eternal life. And we are called to reflect that light. The reason why Jesus calls us to be the salt and light of this world is because He is the light of this world. And once we look upon Him for that light, we're able to reflect that light as well. And I love this imagery, that uh, illustration that C.S. Lewis uses. He says that, you know, that if God is a sun, we, we are the mirror and we're supposed to reflect that light. But if the mirror is dirty and it's full of dust, uh, our ability to reflect that light reduces tremendously. So that's why we need to keep ourselves pure and clean through the Word of God and through Jesus' grace, uh, when He died on the cross, He died for our sins, so we're able to reflect that light as well. And in verse 17 and 18, it says, In your own law it is written that the testimony of two witnesses is true. I am one who testifies for myself. My other witness is the Father who sent me. So the Pharisees, they were um, arguing against Jesus' claim that He is the Son of God, and He says, Who's your other witness? And Jesus says, my Father, uh, the God who made the heavens and the earth, the Almighty God, He is my witness because He is the one who sent me and I do His will. But the Pharisees were unwilling to believe Him. So in this text, we see that Jesus, He is a friend of the lost and He is uh, the foe to those who are resistant and those who do not believe in His word. So let's go into time of prayer. Today's text is a reminder for us all uh, who are living in darkness, uh, who are spiritually lost, uh, 
who are sinners, uh, who have hopeless lives, that Jesus is the light of the world, and He didn't come just for the Israelites, but He came for you, He came for me, and He came for everyone in this world. And His light is strong enough to disperse all the darkness, and all we have to do is cling to His presence, believe that He is the Son of God, believe that He is our Lord and Savior. And I pray that um, those of us uh, who feel abandoned or who feel that there's no hope in this world may truly believe that He is the light. And I pray that we could reflect that light, not only in our lives, but to those who are around us as well. Let's go into time in prayer. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the word you have given us today. Uh, just as you have declared during the Feast of Tabernacles that you are the light of this world and that those of us who, who are in you will never walk in darkness. I pray that we may cling to your promise. I pray that we may cling to the truth uh, which is in this wor uh, word. And I pray that, uh, that your presence may be just uh, overwhelming in our lives. We thank you, we love you, and in your, pre uh, in your precious name we pray. Amen. This program is produced Reaching a further and stepping in closer, see